This episode brought to you by Aaron's hitherto unknown addiction to birdseed. I like to munch on birdseeds. Yes, I love to munch on birdseeds. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Screen Test. I am Chaz, and with me, as always, is my co-host, the official medium of this podcast, Aaron Milton. Yeah, I have been known to talk to the dead before, so mm -hmm. uh, that is exactly... And uh, By the way, I'm loving these Halloween-themed episodes, personally. It technically is spooky season. Like, right out of the gate when we started Screen Test, transitioning from our other podcast, we said... We're not going to do topical stuff. We're going to do stuff that people can throw on in January, and it would be the same as throwing it on in, like, September. We abandoned that so fast. It is spooky yeah. season. We're all spooky seasoned up. But this is but this is the way to go, though, right? Mm -hmm. it, it, there are, would you say, uh, no, you know what? I'm going to declare it. I'm not even going to ask you the question. I'm declaring it. There are really only two holidays in all of the, the United States calendar Mm -hmm. That kind of have very specific movies attached to them. And that's Christmas, and, and that is Groundhog Day, <laughs> and Groundhog's Day, <laughs> and President's Day. Uh, so many President's Day films. Yeah, uh, my date with so, the president's daughter. I mean, I I feel like I don't think it takes place on President's Day. It's specific <laughs> to the holiday, Chaz. Okay, listen to the rules. Uh, and uh, you and me, we come from yeah, different you know, worlds. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say we would obviously prefer Halloween more than we would Christmas. Right. You're talking about holiday or um, like movies? Movies, because the answer to both is yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I'm I'm kind of there too. Uh, it's just a, a good Halloween movie is the way to go. So I'm glad that we abandoned all that. I'm yeah. glad that we are going to make Halloween or as you call it, spooky season themed podcast episodes. I say that because wasn't there one point in time where Halloween was like somebody was trying to trademark that? I think it was like 2017, 2018, when we were doing this podcast, it didn't go through, but it was like, you cannot say Halloween. Which, so we... I, to this day, is still great <laughs> to me that we've been around since 2017. Uh, yeah. You might be right. I remember Ohio State University ended up trademarking the. <laughs> LeBron James tried to trademark crazy. Taco Tuesday. So, yeah, you know, everything's up for grabs. <laughs> I do. There is something I love so much about somebody trying to trademark something that's been there forever, like they invented yes. it. Because I, I kind of like I, I bet you if you asked him, he really did think he was the first one that ever said that. Yeah, and he's and he's he's convinced that. that at a certain yeah, and at a certain level, you're just surrounded with yes men, so they're like, yeah, yeah. that's the smartest thing, dude. Yeah. You invented it. Put that? it on a t-shirt. <laughs> you got to trademark that. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to try a new format of episode. Um, for this specific episode. We haven't tried it yet, and if it works, great. Maybe we'll pick it up. It's a, it's a little more work on my end going into the episode, so I don't know how often we'll do it, but we're just going to try it out. If it's the worst episode yet, we'll throw it in the trash and never do it again. But uh, we'll go and for, us. And, and for the listener, yeah. I have no clue what this is. This yeah. is now two weeks in a row where yep. Chaz has started an episode without me knowing what it is. Now, last week I could have kind of had an idea of what yeah. it would have been. We had about. early I, discussions, but... But you're now informing me that this is going to be some a format that we, we haven't really done in the past. So I'm yeah. really in the dark here. And nine times out of ten, that means you're bringing something to the table that is going to make me look like a fool. Last I, week, not I looked like a fool. I looked like well, a fool because I mean, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory ended up as like the fifth best Johnny six. Depp Halloween film. Maybe it was five. It was up there. It was like five <laughs> or six. I, I didn't remember exactly which one. So you made me look like an idiot last week, Chaz. 
And I, I don't want to look like an idiot again today. So please don't tell me this is a game where I will look like an idiot. No game. This is, if I were to have to pitch just this idea to you, I would say it's like our Nicolas Cage episodes meets Ooh. that one time we did the Quibi episode. Oh, baby. That was, the Quibi one was hard. Yeah. That Quibi one was, was actually very difficult. So and I don't know if it made me look like an idiot, but it was pretty darn yeah. close. So, all right, I'm a, I just got to mentally prepare myself all right. for so, what I'm about to experience. I'm going to call this format of episode Story Test, Screen Test Podcast. We test things that are on screen, but now I'm going to tell you a story, and we all know my affinity for biopics and documentaries, so this is going to be a true story. Okay. I'm going to pitch this story to you, and you test it out to see if it should be on screens for us to then screen test. Okay. Okay. So I'll tell you the story. Um, ask any questions you want throughout it. I'll decide if I can or should answer or just continue with the story. We'll talk about it. Um, all I ask is that you visually try to create an image in your head as I'm telling this story so that you could see. Because at the end of it, I want you to either kill this idea or green light this idea. But if you green light it, you have to decide... TV show or movie, what genre, and what write, uh, writing. So at the end of this story, you could just be like, you know what? We're going to do a thriller R-rated movie. Or you could be, we're going to do a TVY kids cartoon series. Okay. I, I've got to, again, I've got to mentally prep myself for this because I know mm -hmm. what I wanted. I know right off the bat, what <laughs> I'd love to do here, Chaz, is you throw something out at me and what I'd like to do is pick the wackiest version of it. Yeah. And that's what I try to make. I'm not going to do that, Chaz. I'm going to take okay. this very seriously. Okay. I am an executive with a bazillion at dollars. At Quibi. At Quibi. Yeah. Um, clearly with a bazillion dollars. Yeah. Um, and I am, I'm going to make these, but I want to actually make money back of this. So I'm going to try mm. and be... Smart as serious as possible in making these decisions and not pick the financially worst possible decisions, which is what I would like to do. <laughs> which is what like that. the real Quibi did. Which is what the real Quibi did. So I don't, oh man, I'm back at the beginning. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to do that. So, all right, Chaz, I, I think I understand. I think I need right. uh, 10 to win, I think, is how this is going to go. Yeah. Because um, it's clearly a game and uh, I'm going to win it. So go ahead, Chaz. All right. Well, for this, for, uh, for the first ever story test, I want to do something that's a little close to home. So we're going to be talking here in Virginia, okay. tell you a story uh -huh. locally. Um, and it's spooky season, so we're going to dip a little bit into the unknown. Are you ready for story Chaz, I'm Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Let's go. In 1927, there was a lot going on. The Harlem Globetrotters played their first game. The first armored car robbery took place in Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh. And the Academy of Motion Pictures was founded. I included that because I know you love your Oscars. However... There was also a reported psychic from Richmond, Virginia, that took the nation by storm. What got everyone's attention on this psychic, you may wonder? Well, after some small local predictions and readings, she was able to accurately predict the outcome of a boxing match between uh, Gene Tooney, Tunney, I don't know how to pronounce his name, and that heavily, heavily favored, you've probably heard this name before, Jack Dempsey. You heard that name in the boxing world? Uh, you're, you're big uh, in boxing, uh, yeah? Big time boxer. Yeah, yeah. follow a lot of boxing. Well, yeah, you just followed that one dog down the street. That doesn't count. Just because it's called a boxer doesn't make you <laughs> a boxer. You're so proud of that joke. I Aren't am. you proud of that I'm joke? I'm such a good dad. Now, you might think, you know, picking the winner of a boxing match is 50-50, right? So mm -hmm. if you claim to be clairvoyant and you just happen to pick the person who has the lowest odds of winning, you just win more money. So from a betting standpoint... 
how special is that, that she correctly predicted this? Um, well, I don't think that we can kind of pin her to any betting because this psychic was only three years old and had to use blocks to make her prediction. Okay, so this went from like maybe an interesting drama to possibly a kid's movie now. Okay. Um, maybe, maybe. Yeah. You know, Chaz, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. This story does not immediately stick out to me. And you want to know why it doesn't immediately stick out to me? Why you possibly could have gone a much better angle here? It's because the whole sports prediction thing has been around, obviously, forever in That's this fair. case. But Chaz, I think there's an octopus picking more Super Bowl winners mm-hmm. than basically anything out there. Um, I, isn't there like a camel that's doing the same thing? There's a turtle out there. Why was it, Why didn't you give me a story about an animal okay. predicting yeah. the outcome? You know, let me just let me just tell the story that I chose and you just deal with it. Okay, Chaz. Uh, so you know what? We're gonna make this a kids' film. Well, we're I'm gonna not, make this a film. I'm not nearly done telling you this story. You've got more? Oh man! Oh, I have so much. thank God. Okay, go ahead, Chaz. Okay. Over the years, our psychic would get more than 150,000 visitors ranging from local farmers to New York journalists to D.C. politicians and everything in between. She predicted a lot of things. Uh, We'll get into those in a bit, but one prediction I want to mention right off the bat, she actually got wrong. She predicted using her blocks that she would die at the age of 30. She did not, but she didn't outlive that much. She died at the age of 33 from a fatal heart attack. That may sound awful, but it's not that bad when you realize 25 to 30 is the average lifespan for a horse. <laughs> We're talking about a clairvoyant horse, Aaron. You wanted an animal, you got an animal. Golly, you, you, you really got me there, Chaz. Well, what's funny is I'm telling you about the animal thing, and you did kind of have a look on your face. You did have a look on your face. I said, if he's going to mention this stupid horse, and he already knows this story. <laughs> I didn't. I said an octopus. Uh, man, this is so great. Yeah, animals predicting things apparently this has gone back even further than i expected yeah i thought that was i thought this was like just a you know an age of the internet type of thing like who Mm -hmm. would really care about the future predicting octopus um if not for the internet yeah uh but this goes obviously way before that this is uh (laughs) this is pretty great so this is still just a movie you don't need episodes of this well maybe let me tell you about this horse's life Uh, okay okay her owner, Claudia Fonda, said that shortly after it was born, the horse would come running anytime Claudia just thought of it. Uh, if she wanted the horse to turn left, all she had to do was think left, the horse would turn. If she wanted the horse to turn right, the same. It seemed to have some type of wondrous telepathic ability, so the horse got its name, Lady Wonder. What a good name. That is incredible. Yeah. Claudia gave Lady Wonder children's blocks and taught the horse basic spelling and arithmetic so the horse could basically talk by putting the blocks in order of the words she wanted to say and could just do math. But it also seemed like she was sometimes being controlled by something beyond. So with this talent and with the backstory of how Lady got her name, it wasn't long before people began to test the horse. An early test was for someone to hold a coin in their hand and Lady Wonder would use the blocks to tell them what date was on that coin that the horse obviously didn't see. One man changed his watch to a time that only he could see and asked Lady Wonder to tell him what was on it. 
She pulled out the blocks 610, and the man had changed his watch to 10 after 6. How you feeling so far? I got a lot more, but how you feeling so far? You got a lot more on this story? Got so much more on this story. Because, uh, man, every time you read a new section, I just want to change it again. But I got to take this seriously. Again, mm-hmm. I've, got, I've got a bazillion dollars. I don't want to burn through all that bazillion dollars on my first project. It's gonna be a smash hit. I'm already, I'm already seeing it right now. I'm seeing okay. storylines all over the place right now. You were right. I thought maybe a movie, but you've now, con- you've convinced me. This is episodic. Mm. This is, this is episodic. You've convinced okay. me. Chaz, tell me more. All right. Keep that in mind as we find out that Lady got bigger and needed some something bigger than just some kids' blocks. So Claudia built her a typewriter style machine that was the size of a piano. The horse would just push the keys with its nose and the corresponding letter or number would pop up on like a tin card. So for example, if a pregnant woman, which this happened often, if a pregnant woman asked lady the gender of her unborn child, the horse would hit B-O-Y and those would pop up in order or the same for a girl. Now, Chaz, does an image of this horse typewriter exist? Uh, I can look it up. I found images. How did you not immediately want to see that? I found images. You said of giant Lady typewriter, Wonder. and I was like, "Ah, uh, hello, yeah, yeah, I need to see the horse typewriter." Well, it was probably. Destroyed. I will. I will, Goog- I will Google it. You keep okay. going. You keep going. You keep going. I, I just got to look this up. Uh, the typewriter was often checked for tampering, and Fonda would even rearrange the key positions between each visitor to show that this isn't rigged. This horse is very special. Lady Wonder got so famous in an article researched and written about her. The author mentioned that an active senator at the time, who remained nameless, and you'll see why, sought out Lady Wonder's advice before making big, nationally important decisions instead of the advice of his uh, constituents. Chaz, I'm loving this so much. I'm loving the idea of people making very serious decisions based on a talk, or not, well, basically a talking horse. It's Mr. Ed, let's be real. This is Mr. Ed, (laughs) who can write out on a typewriter and bricks. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. There's images. I looked it up. Yeah, I, I did pull up some some <laughs> images here. It's not as comically as funny as I was hoping it would be. <laughs> I I, I do I did visually want a giant typewriter just that this horse kind of clopped on. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's kind of what I really wanted. Um, I didn't quite get that. So I am. We can make we can make that change. We can make that change okay. when we make uh, yeah. uh, this this show. Do you have any more to say about Lady Wonder? Oh man, yes. Fonda claims that Lady Wonder correctly predicted every presidential election, uh, except of of her life, except for Truman. So she got Hoover, FDR, and Eisenhower, and only missed Truman. Uh, she also, and those claims, that's something Fonda said that can't really be um, researched. However, she did correctly predict every winner of the Baltimore Pimlico, I guess, course horse races, which consisted of 28 consistent, accurate predictions without missing that's just a, a claim. single horse. No, that that's one, just, that one is- That real. one's confirmable. Yes. The presidential one is not confirmable. I mean, I I I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of on board. I think this horse is possessed. Like, uh, I I think this is a possessed horse because I don't I don't know a lot of horses doing this stuff right now. And, I don't know a lot uh, of horses doing uh, find the square root of seventeen. Yeah, I mean, 000. I'm seeing horses do a lot of different things, but I am not seeing a horse predict the future like Lady Wonder is right now. So, or she once did. Um, I don't know. Right now, I'm kind of convinced. Okay, well, let me tell you. I, I want your reaction on this next paragraph. A New York journalist who was famous for debunking psychics came to visit Lady Wonder to see how Fonda was doing it. That was his mindset. I'm not going to go see 
what this horse is about. I'm going to go see how this owner is controlling this horse to make this happen. Instead, Lady Wonder told him that his missing dog was in Florida. This is a New York journalist. Keep that in mind. The journalist didn't have a missing dog. So kind of confused there. What he did have was a dog that died in a kennel in Long Island. So you leave thinking, what, what is this horse talking about? Which is a weird sentence in and of itself. So he goes back to New York. <laughs> he goes back to New York and he does some digging and he finds out that the kennel is actually faking dogs' deaths and reselling them through other branches all throughout the United States, including where his dog was resold, the Florida branch. What? Yeah. So his, this is not, this is insane. This is 100% man. true. <laughs> uh, I, how has how has this not already been made a movie? Honestly, <laughs> fair. You know, because there's so many different layers going on here, and honestly, yeah. there's probably 33 years of just just wacky nonsense coming from this horse, mm-hmm. and this feels like one of those things. Like you could you could create this movie and say based on a true story, mm-hmm. and and everybody just kind of goes like, oh, okay, yeah, there was a horse named Lady Wonder that's that's about as true as that thing got and it's like no you could probably go pretty deep on this thing and it's yeah. it's pretty darn true um so needless to say did that writer then become a full-time believer believer they had to have been so that skeptic said he had no proof of how lady wonder was doing it and he truly believed there was something up with this horse however other skeptics had reason to doubt lady because many of them remarked on lady's answers being vague or open open to interpretation. Um, she often misspelled things, and some legwork had to be done to decide what she was really saying. However, she didn't have a like a classic education because she was a horse, Aaron. <laughs> she didn't have a college degree. I, I kind of love the idea of people critiquing her spelling on things, like, like really disappointed in the horse for not yeah. spelling something properly. Uh, you misspelled Mesopotamia. Yeah, there's something there's something beautiful about that image. Better yet, uh, again, I want to envision this uh, horse typewriter and the horse is just kind of clomping around, hitting a bunch of keys there. And then somebody like complains that their last name was misspelled or something like that. I, I, I love that visually. Um, I, I don't, is this a comedy now? I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm all over the map here. Oh, man. Uh, well, since you mentioned last names, other skeptics simply said that the horse was just trained and Fonda was basically pulling all the strings by giving subtle clues that she had worked out that the horse could see and understand, but that other people wouldn't really pick up on. Uh, For instance, one skeptic gave Fonda a fake last name, just told it to Fonda before meeting the horse, and then when he met Lady Wonder, he asked what his name was, and she spelled B-A-N-K-S, Banks, which was the fake name that he gave Fonda. Okay, but fine. Okay, let's let's say some elements are being fed um, to this god horse, but I mean, how does it predict the the racing results? That's a great question. You um, can't you can't feed the horse that information. That is that is some voodoo magic going on with the horse. Lady I, Wonder is truly wonderful. I will say, uh, another skeptic thought she was using kind of the same little. Uh, hand motions, head motions, some type of motions to tell the horse basically when to stop on the typewriter. So he wrote a number on a piece of paper. Fonda couldn't see the number that he wrote. He wanted to test if she was 
kind of playing the audience of seeing, not seeing exactly what they were writing, like as if she was looking over their shoulder, but guesswork from the motion of the pencil. So he pretended to write a nine, but the circle type motion, he didn't touch the paper. He only touched the paper and wrote a one. So when asked what number he wrote on the paper, Lady Wonder did say nine instead of one. Okay. Uh, again, we're mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm we're we're we're, we're picking some nits here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Picking some. Nits. I mean, if I am in that room, I'm still a little blown away. <laughs> if a horse was misled by just the simple motions there, I'm still kind of blown away with that. That's not like a thing animals do yeah it's not a thing that you're just kind of teaching your animals that's 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 crazy to me um and Chaz, i just i do want you to know that again i'm still trying to think of uh how wonderful this movie would be and i have kind of thought of uh, i I just referred to it as a god horse and this made me think i 100 percent want a horse cult to be built around lady wonder there will Uh, definitely uh, in this movie be a horse cult uh, is that a cult that worships a horse or a cult made up of horse members Jeez Louise, both of those are awesome. Because uh, to me, I was picturing this horse as the leader of the cult, typing on its giant typewriter. Again, yeah. I want to stress, this movie will have a giant horse typewriter. And this is how it will give its commands to its people. So okay. based on a true story, most of it will be this horse cult will definitely be made up. Yeah. But I've got some elements here. Man, but I kind of want some horses also a part of the cult. So... Really, you're giving me some great ideas. Do you have any more to say about Lady Wonder? I do. Before I finish it, though, because what I have to say last might change your complete outlook oh, on no, this, no. everything about this. Um, so far, what are you thinking? Trick or treat? So trick, yes, it's insanely intelligent horse that has someone has taught how to spell, but someone has it's a it's a trick, like it's a show pony. Or this is a treat, man. This this horse is a psychic. Where are you landing, like, in real life right now? In in real life, do I believe in clairvoyancy? Horses. No. <laughs> uh, no, just in general, no. Okay. I, I, I don't believe that. So would I believe that in this horse? Of course not. But, Chaz, again, I'm going to sell this movie here. So, yeah. yes, I do believe. Okay. This last part. So you're thinking, are you thinking of comedy? Yeah, I'm going to ruin it for you. Whatever you're thinking, I'm about to ruin it. (laughs) I told you this was a game, Chaz. I told you this was a game. I want to ruin it for the better, I think. Are you thinking like comedy with a horse horse cult and a horse on a typewriter? Is that where your mind is at? Movie comedy right now? I want to say yes, but I'm sure you're leading to like horse genocide or something like that. That's going to really ruin this for me. Horse horse Uh, genocide. Yeah, so I'm going to say this, and then I find out the horse killed like a school bus of children or something oh like that gosh. before Lady Wonder died. So if I say comedy, then I look like a big old idiot because he kills a bunch of children, or she kills a bunch of children. We we could somehow make that funny. Um, I'll work on that later. So, I, sure, yeah, I would, I, would, I, I would love this as a comedy, 100%. Hey. Well, does it change your mind to know that in 1951, after having no leads, no other ideas, and no other options... The police from Quincy, Massachusetts, that's your neck of the woods, Massachusetts, decided to consult a horse to find a missing child. When asked, Lady Wonder said to look at Pittsfield Water Wheel. Since that doesn't exist, some interpretations had to be made, and they decided maybe Lady Wonder means Pitts Field Wild Water Quarry. So they looked there, and lo and behold, they found the missing boy's body. 
since this was such a successful, uh, what, what do you call it? Consultation, I guess, from the police. The police in Naperville, Illinois, had a similar experience when looking for two missing boys, could not find them, had no leads, and consulted the horse. And the horse led them directly to a river where they found the two missing boys' bodies. She is two okay. for two in finding missing persons in other states. So it's not like uh, Fonda killed the kids, hid them, and told Lady Wonder where to well, find them. You're, you're going where my mind is going. This <laughs> okay. horse is the killer. This not horse Fonda. is the killer. It's the horse. Of course Lady Wonder knows where the bodies are because she did it. She put them there. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I was just joking about this horse killing children. And then we have two examples of, I, I think, at least one killed child. Um, three. I don't know three, if the other, was the other children. one. Were they all children? All They're all children? Children, yes. Okay, the horse is a child killer. This is a little upsetting, but that's fine. We can still salvage this. I, You know what I love about this, too? Um just the real world elements of this. I mm -hmm. love the idea of these policemen. So this horse is down in Richmond, Virginia. They're yes. all the way up in Quincy, Massachusetts. They had to have known about this horse, obviously. Yeah. There's a senator that is, how am I voting? Are, are we going to be a Democratic country or a Republican country for the next four years? Let me go ask this horse. Yeah, the horse will tell me. The horse will let me know. So I loved, I, I want to know the one that went to his boss. And said like, listen, we're stumped. We got to go to the horse. And, you know, back in those days, they probably jumped on a train yeah. to get down there or something like that. Like, it's a trip. Yeah. They're going down there. They got to go consult the horse. Um, that's that's your cold opening right there. Just oh, detectives and the door swings open. We got to consult the horse. And then yes. opening credits. I mean, it's 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 beautiful. Or, or better yet, you know, really, if you're going to throw the scent off, it's got to start dark. It's got to be them mm -hmm. discovering the body. And then you find out that what broke the case was the horse. So what you're you know? saying is a dark, gritty, like bluish gray color tone. You see them at a, a small child's body. They put the thing over top of the body to cover it up. They say, we close this one. Thanks, lady. And then the camera just yes. pans to a horse in a detective yes. outfit. Oh, 100%. It's got a little hat on and everything. It's adorable. <laughs> the deer tracker hat. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's just moving around some blocks to say you're welcome, you know, just doing my job, something like that. Yeah, 100%. But you want to start it serious. You want people to be a little jarred at seeing a dead child. Like, oh, what oh, What just happened here? Cut to Lady Wonder, the detective. Uh, Lady Wonder pet detective? Lady Wonder pet detective. The reveal. If you're making the horse the killer, man, that's some next level reveal that's going to that, that might be the twist. Mm -hmm. The twist at the end, because we'll merge it, right? eventually we'll reveal the horse cult uh that lady wonder is leading and part of it is the sacrificing of these children to mm. the god horse and that's that's all going to play into it so yes that's that's a 100 this horse is connected to the killings mm -hmm. man this is gonna be interesting so you're still saying movie uh yes i i am gonna say movie how many of these do you have by the way this is it Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I just didn't want to. I didn't want to like be taking up all of the time to uh, dissect this story. Uh, if you, you have how much sitting in the hopper, you know how much time I put into researching. <laughs> I, I mean, this, this is pretty story. great. I mean, you've you. I mean, you caused me to have to pull it up. Like this is not <laughs> real. And sure enough, it was like local legends of Richmond. Um, 
Which is also kind of disappointing to me because the the local baseball team in Richmond is the Flying Squirrels. How are they not Lady Wonder? The Lady Wonder. The Richmond Lady Wonder. Yeah. And it's just their symbol is just a, a beautiful, majestic horse. Uh, I just, it feels like a missed opportunity. You've got a local legend there. How does it make you feel that this horse died and was buried in Henrico County? The owner, Claudia Fonda, disappeared. Now that is shocking. I'm, I'm glad that you had that piece of information because that was going to be my kind of follow-up question to all of this Mm -hmm. is did she start a new animal no because that's that's when you're like so this only adds to the possibilities of this really being a magical horse really being a truly wonder horse Mm -hmm. is if that was it because right if you're gonna pull a scam and you're gonna make I'm, i'm assuming she made some money off of this i'm sure she wasn't just Allowing this horse to make predictions oh, on the future yeah. for free. It costs you, know, this you horse... I want to say it cost a dollar per reading. Remember, this is like 1920s to 50s. A dollar a reading, and she was visited by over 150,000 people. That's crazy. <laughs> 150,000 people. So the fact that like the scam didn't continue in some way, because that's always what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's always the the at least... All red flag, not the first red flag, but the red flag is when the scam is up, when the horse is dead, is she going to fire up a cat or a rabbit? <laughs> and now that's that thing's doing its thing. Um, and I, selfishly, at this point, since I am making a decision on this movie, I do wish she had multiple animals because this deserves sequels. Because mm-hmm. um, this will be a smash hit on Quibi. And... We will need sequels for this, and so I kind of do want multiple animals. I'm calculating the inflation on $150,000 from 1930, because that's kind of the beginning yep. of this, to today. In today's money, that's a little over $2.7 million. You know, that is a, a large chunk of change. It's a good reason to disappear. <laughs> it's, you could maybe disappear and, and do all right after well, that. doing all right, not so much. She died shortly after Lady Wonder. She went into a life of solitude and then passed away. Lady Wonder's famous barn was destroyed, and now a highway runs through there. Uh, okay. Isn't All that right. not the American story? <laughs> Is that not? We, we had a national treasure yeah. just living here, and we just paved a road over it. Um, Chaz, again, I love that you said this. Okay. So she disappears, mm-hmm. but she doesn't disappear. She goes into solitude. Yeah. So we know that she died. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Are we positive Lady Wonder died when she did? Are we sure that Lady Wonder isn't attached to that murder as well? That is a beautiful ending to our film, okay? You think Lady Wonder's dead? We're talking Michael Myers-style death, okay? Just burned alive in that barn, that beautiful, precious Mm. barn that Lady Wonder lived in. You think Lady Wonder's dead. Now, she's all depressed. She's upset. She goes into solitude. End of the film is her door being kicked in. By, by Lady Wonder. Yes. <laughs> Back legs. Lady, yes. And she just takes two steps into the house. Movie ends. Oh, man. You cannot. Uh, all right. I love this. It's a horse cult. The horse is uh, murderous. Uh, the horse absolutely has some type of powers that is allowing it to do all of these things. And she recognized. Okay. 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 So the the what's her name who's the lady that's running this horse all i care about is lady wonder what's her name <laughs> claudia fonda okay so claudia i knew it had a f in there and i was like but it wasn't Claudia. um so <laughs> claudia here she 
loves this horse, doing all this stuff. But she eventually realizes it's gone too far. Mm. The horse has now started a horse cult. She suspects that horse is somehow responsible for some of these murders that have been popping up around town. That this horse is now solving all these crimes. That's, you know, that's crazy. You know, and then Lady Wonder, you know, she's starting to get that kind of, she's getting a big head. And I mean bigger than a horse head. And is starting to like, you know, being a little more taunting, a little bit more aggressive. And so that final fight inside the barn that eventually burns down and what we think kills Lady Wonder is just a, a perfect conclusion where she can't handle the guilt anymore of allowing this horse to just kill these innocent children. And she has to kill the horse, even though that horse is her best friend. We will have a moving montage, a moving montage of just her and the horse. The horse is a baby, her feeding the horse some carrots, her building her her first blocks to write with. Just beautiful things that are going to... But So it'll be very touching. The audience will probably be moved to tears when they get to that scene. Um, but it ain't over yet because that horse is coming in to finish the job. Bless you, Titus. Oh, your dog's making sounds back there? Oh, he sneezed. <laughs> I see. Like, did you just say bless you to your dog? <laughs> I did. Do you not say bless you to your dog? What kind of monster? <laughs> <laughs> I love how, how mid-podcast you turned back and said bless you to your dog. Uh, no, I have never said bless you to my dog. Does that make me a monster? That makes you a monster. If my dog was clairvoyant and could potentially yeah. murder me, I would say bless you. But in this case, my dog is dumb. So uh, I'm not I'm not necessarily worried about this. Uh, I, want, I want some type of hint that like this cult goes further than you think it does. Like even if it's in credit stuff and there's like FBI files on the horse cult, I want Secretariat's name to come up. I want um, FDR. She predicted he would become president. I want his name to come up. How deep did this horse cult go? Yeah, yeah. We could think of some other famous horses that were all attached to this cult, like mm-hmm. Black Beauties. Black Beauty, one hundred percent attached mm-hmm. to that. I think Black Beauty is a little too old. Maybe she had an affair with Sea Biscuit. Yeah. About well, Sea well, Biscuit could absolutely murder some people. I could, I could see that being something that would happen. So, yes, this horse cult reaches to many, many beautiful horses. Um, you know, maybe even Chickatee Island out oh, there. Dang, that is local. Is just like, yeah, and that's probably where this horse came from. Um, is somehow the source of this evil. Like, I would love that. I would love mm-hmm. if, you know, it also cuts to, like, some gate of hell on Chickatee Island and these horses are just coming out of there. Mm. That... I've got, man, that honestly, the well for this idea goes <laughs> really, really deep. Yeah, and, and there's yeah. a lot of great things that we can do here. And the more I kind of talk this through, you know, I don't know if this will be a straight comedy. It'll, it'll be a black comedy. Oh, 100%. Obviously, you know, you're going to, it's going to be hard not to laugh at the horse murdering children. It's going to be hard not to do that. You're going to, that's going to be this fun. R, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you 100% have hard to enough. do this. Um, yeah, you you missed out on a prime opportunity because you're absolutely right. There is a Chincoteague Island where wild ponies roam. But you mm-hmm. know what else we have here in Virginia where wild ponies roam? There's another place in Virginia? Assateague Island. I don't think I know about Assateague Island. Isn't that? Uh, let me look it up because I might be making it up. Maybe there's no ponies on that one. Down, I know down in the, the beaches of Corolla, North Carolina, the wild horses live out on those beaches. Mm-hmm. Which is also kind of just awesome that like these shipwrecks just happened mm-hmm. and these horses now just live on islands. Because um, don't they go out to Chickatee and collect them once a year? Yes. They just kind of collect a bunch of horses and, yeah. and bring them back. That's awesome. 
Yes, Aztec Island has wild horses. I did not know that. Uh, what, um, why do we have so many wild horses? We have Mount Rogers, we have Assateague, we have Chicoteague. Well, I, 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 and then Corolla has the wild Ro- horses. Yeah, so, that's North Carolina. But still, yeah, that is North Carolina. close. No, I'm, I'm just assuming people just kept trying to bring horses over here, which is also kind of a bummer. If like you're on that boat and you're making it all the way over here, you make it this far. And then your boat crashes and all those mm. horses. Ooh, okay, start of movie. Because uh, I do kind of want, I did kind of want the dead child to start the movie. Yeah. But there is something also very awesome. About Puritans? You're going Ernest or, or Scared Stupid. I am. I am. I am. I am. I'm thinking guys riding riding in the boat over, you know, and then the horses cause mm. the boat to crash on shore. So these horses are just born kind of like psychotic and evil. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they kill everybody on the ship and crashing it on Chickateague Island. Dang. Boom. Why um, did the Roanoke colony go missing? Evil horses. Man, yeah. There is some... <laughs> I'm telling you, this well goes deep, Jazz. I think, you know, we all think of Lady Wonder as this beautiful story, mm-hmm. um, but really it's a nightmare. Mm. Really it's a nightmare. Well... Regardless of what you end up making with this movie, I really hope it brings more uh, notoriety to Lady Wonder's name because you really have to dig. To f- I, I was trying to find local stories and it took me a while to. F- I had three other s- ones that I was working on and I was like, "Wait a second, clairvoyant <laughs> horse." <laughs> this is well. This is this is great on it for a few reasons. One, when I binged it because mm-hmm. I don't Google, only a monster Google's. When I binged it, it, it came right up and mm-hmm. it looked like it was a ton of stuff. Yeah, written about Lady Wonder here, but the fact that you kind of had to dig for this is kind of insane. Yeah, if this you, story is crazy good. Yeah, if you look up Lady Wonder, it's so much stuff is immediately there. But if you look up like just like scary stuff or um, mediums or spooky season type stuff in this area, nothing. If you look up famous horses, nothing. Why is she not in the top ten most famous horses in America? Show me Sea Biscuit or Secretariat spelling out Mesopotamia. This, this is what I'm talking about. This is like 150. This horse solved crimes. Yeah. How are we just pretending it doesn't exist? Like, right. this is what I'm saying. How has Richmond not honored this horse? This 150,000 people saw this horse. This mm-hmm. was not like uh, people in other states knew that this horse could go and solve their crimes and, and, and had to come and seek out this horse. It is 100% not getting the credit that it deserves. I'm glad that this movie would bring representation to this uh, psychotic, murderous, wonderful horse, uh, Lady Wonder. Let's be completely honest. We don't know because we don't know the senator's name, so we cannot find a record of his voting history. But this horse, in real life, outside of your movie, changed the course of American history by influencing (laughs) politics. This is real life. That happened. She told him how to vote on national... He's a senator on national... Yeah. On a national level. That is both fascinating and really, really a bummer to me. <laughs> I mean, you can't, right? You can't vote for that guy again if you find that out, right? Right. Maybe that's maybe that's why his name wasn't published. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, he knew if people found out this horse was a big influence on where he was voting, this was going to be a problem for some people. So that was, that was probably a smart move. You know, the other part that's crazy to me about you saying, you know, you, you were looking for spooky stories in our mm-hmm. area. We live, like in the heart and soul of like the civil war yeah you think 
There'd be some weird haunted stuff going on around here. I feel yeah. like we would have a lot of good stories. Mm-hmm. The horse is obviously the best way to go. But, yeah, this is the best uh, story I've heard of this yeah. area. I want to go do uh, do stories just by the interstate, <laughs> wherever. Hey, pull over here. Pull over. I got something to tell you. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Lady Wonder. That's. I mean, you could do that on her beloved barn, since that is an interstate. That so. is an interstate. Yeah. Let's go visit this horse's grave. Lay some flowers for Lady Wonder. <laughs> Take a trip to Henrico County. Uh, but Aaron. Story test. Good idea, or are we leaving this thing where it is? Can we top you know, Lady can, Wonder is the, is the real question. Oh, we can 100%. If, if we're not looking just regionally, yeah, I have if another we're one. sitting there and, and we're looking for things just anywhere, yeah, yeah there's uh, stories all over the place. So yeah. I, I actually uh, enjoy this format idea. Okay. We can leave some of this up to the listeners themselves. That's true. They we- can actually indicate this. Especially if you're on Spotify, since yes. we are now hosted on Spotify, you can click. There is a little button down there that asks if you enjoy this type of content. If this is content that you enjoy, you know what to do. Hit the button. Let us know. And while you're there, hit the follow button or give us a five-star review. We love those. Hmm. Um, those would be greatly appreciated. So you guys can let us know what you think. Our last episode uh, was the Johnny Depp, um, as you mentioned before, Halloween movies where you said that Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was one of the all-time best Johnny Depp Halloween movies. And if mm-hmm. I remember correctly, you said you would take it beyond Johnny Depp, and that's just one of the greatest Halloween movies of all time. Um, I wouldn't agree with that, but I don't want to speak for you. I hate Jazz because I hate you because <laughs> I was I, did, I couldn't win that game. I was going to fail that game, and you're still going to mercilessly come after me for it. <laughs> uh, did you happen to read the caption on that podcast episode? I don't believe I did, Jazz. Why? What did it say? Good. I told the audience, the listeners, that for every five-star review we got, you would do one burpee. So let's get some five-star reviews, and we'll just listen to Aaron do burpees next week. You know, you know, you know how many burpees I can do, Jazz? I can do like a hundred. In what time frame? Uh, all right. Yeah. I mean, like maybe fifteen years ago, I could maybe do that many. But again, one one setting. I don't want to test that out. I don't have to prove that. You have. You said it. It's recorded. Well. Well, then we're going to need a lot of five-star reviews, aren't we? Yes. We're going to need a lot of five-star reviews then. I had to do 20 this morning, and I died, like, spiritually. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever recover. No. Uh, I, no, I could do some I could do some burpees. Um, I don't... I, I would feel pretty comfortable in one setting doing, like, 20. Okay, well, let's push it. Let's get more than 20 five-star ratings. Um, Spotify, so can, Apple, Google. You can hear and see me. Well, you'll see me, yeah. but everyone else will hear me vomit. Maybe I'll record it. That is, uh, you could, because that might be worth recording. Just so everybody knows what I'm looking at, is a guy who says he's he can do a hundred burpees in one setting. You are sitting at a desk on a love seat. You don't even have a mm-hmm. chair. You have a comfy love seat that you pulled off of your wall to record this podcast. That doesn't mean I can't do burpees <laughs> for one and for two. I do have a chair. I just pushed it out of the way so I could sit on a couch instead. I'm pretty sure Wait, there's a also, giant bag of veggie straws behind you. <laughs> uh, no, that's bird seed back there. Oh, okay. Well, if you're uh, eating bird I seed. I like to munch on bird seeds. Yes, I love to munch on bird seeds. I have, I have a bird feeder attached to my window here to the left of me. Yeah. I have seen two birds go in there ever. Mm. Literally ever. So I have this massive bag of bird seeds that nobody's eating. In fact, the last bird I saw land in it was chucking the seeds out of it. <laughs> like he home. was so annoyed at how bad my seed selection was. He was just hucking them out of there. And I love just, this. Love that you're telling me all this. Like I'm not going to cut it right after you said that you eat bird food. <laughs> 
Or you just start the episode with that, yeah. with me just saying, I eat birdseed. Yeah. And then, you know, there's no explanation. I oh, just eat birdseed. Speaking of the guy who said he could do um, 100 burpees in one setting, I also, at the very end of last week's episode, cut just at the very, very end, a little noise of you getting off of your couch as you went to stop recording. So if people hang on to the last second, they can hear Did you. it make a sound? All right. <laughs> <laughs> is it just me struggling? That's just getting old. That is getting old. Knees and burpees like you, don't mix well. You make you just make sounds you can you can't Sounds. control anymore when you get up and down. Mm-hmm. And I don't even you know we're all we're all ear blind to it, we're all uh, which is the appropriate yeah that's the appropriate <laughs> way of describing what that is. There yeah. is no other word for that. I definitely um, ear blind. Yeah. So. <laughs> So that's what that's what ends up happening. So thanks for keeping that. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I, anything I can do, that's what I'm here for. But that's all I got for this time. See you.